Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. And we're back with episode 190 of Ico Pod. I am Bob Downing Jr. With me as always, Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. And fellas, we are coming out of good friends, better enemies. Diesel lost to WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels. So that means the heartbreak kid is still going to be breaking our hearts as the WWF World Champion. Big Van Vader sent Razor Ramon packing to WCW when he beat him in a singles match. We got arguably the worst singles match in WWF history when the Ultimate Warrior defeated WWF <laughs> Intercontinental Champion Goldust by countout. But all of that being said, I think the main takeaway out of the pay-per-view is what the hell happened to Diana Smith? That's true. As you'll remember, backstage, Doc Hendricks was like, yo, guys, I'm here with Jim Cornette, and he's saying something about Diana, there was some kind of confrontation with Diana and a wrestler. I guess we'll find out on Raw, and that's what we're going to find out tonight. Uh, I think she is giving birth to a hand this this episode. Oh, is that when about, that happens? You're about five years early, I think. Four years early. Oh, mm. I don't know. He might be onto something there. It's either the birth of a hand or she's going to take her bikini top off and there's going to be handprints. <laughs> On her breast. Oh my God. Could you imagine? And, and if that doesn't happen, she's going to be thrown up on a cross and crucified. Right. No, I think she's going to be on the shoulders of Sable. And then Jerry Lawler is going to accidentally rip off her top and her breast will be exposed. Ooh. In England. I think it's on like rebellion or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be that. Or um, I think she could get put through her table off of the uh, top of the arc. By Bubba Ray Dudley. I, I'm, I'm naming names. I don't want to spoil no, I, I think that she is going to be uh, actually turned down by tables, and there's going to be a video package of her in lingerie telling Bubba how much she loves being just like I, through a table. I love this hard, long wood. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you know the exact fucking video package that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody here's been watching that one on repeat, folks. <laughs> I, I can't think of who it is, but I remember seeing that. <laughs> oh, it's fucking Trish, dude. Trish, yeah, okay. It's Trish, I think it's like Backlash 2000. She's just like the the, the hardwood hitting my luscious bottom or something like that. It's like so stupid. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, have we discussed on the podcast yet? The, uh, I don't think we have. Uh, first of all, folks, for those of you who are still listening at this point, three years in, I, four years in, I don't know why. Uh, but if you're still listening and if this is indeed getting downloaded by maybe two, three people at this point, uh, Hey, share us around. You know, we've been doing this, uh, a little while now. So. That'd be sweet. 
We uh-huh. challenge you on the podcast right now. You text it, email it, Facebook it, whatever you got to do. But I want five different people that have either never heard or they don't know about it, which is most of the human population at this point. Get them on the Icobod train, because if not, train's leaving the station, man. We're, we're headed deep into 96, and uh, pretty soon, 1997's around the corner, and that is a whole different ball game. So if they I don't jump to, on now, I don't know, guys. I, I hate to break it to you, but and this is not going to be an insult to any of our listeners. It's just kind of even my personal experience. Do we do we have like five other friends? Because like I don't have five other friends. I don't. Not that like wrestling. Right. I've uh, well, I didn't say that they had to like wrestling. Um, I'm going out of my way to lose friends at this point. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, I get that. I, you know, I thought the fight with Bob for WrestleMania would have just put the fork in this thing, but. Oh, that's what was going on. You know, this guy's hanging on like a fucking hangnail here, and I just can't seem well, to pull it off. It's funny you mention that, because I almost lost Bob as a friend this past weekend because I didn't cook him a hamburger. Yeah, well, so... Do you even some, eat those yet, or what? This is, Who, me? This is some bullshit. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love hamburgers now. This some bitch. He texts me. I, dude, I'm about to log off, okay? Because now I'm pissed. <laughs> he, no, I'm he, fuck fuck your story, Bob. I'm pissed. Do you know <coughs> the life that I had to live while Dallas didn't eat ninety percent of the world's meats growing up? Dude, I'm a changed man. Ninety percent of the meats. This motherfucker ate hot dogs, which is like the grossest meat of them all. Yeah. I, I, I I stopped eating those after a while too, though. <laughs> Okay, so it was fucking, it was hot dogs and meatballs, which thank God, because that's one of the best ones. No, I eat chicken. <sighs> yeah. Back, yeah, back in the recently, day, I was slimmer, though. Recently, that's been turning on you. Yes. Chicken's <laughs> was... questionable no matter where you go. It's different quality everywhere, and that's what I don't like about it. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. Um, yeah, I've recently been to Quaid Allen. I think it was because of chicken, but I don't really, I don't really know. So um, now you can continue, Bob, because now I'm pissed, but, like, I needed people to know why. Because I was deprived of that while hanging out with Dallas for most of our childhood. Okay, so I think it was on... What day? Uh, I think it was, like, Friday. Oh, Saturday. When you text me? No, I texted you Saturday morning, yeah. Okay, well, he texted me Saturday... Either Friday or Saturday. He was like, hey, oh, Bob, uh, we're thinking about having a fire if you're interested. He's like, I know you're a tired boy. Which is already accurate. I don't even know why you're texting me if you know that. But so yeah. he says, "Hey, oh, I know you're a tired boy. We're having a fire Saturday." I was trying. Ready? I was trying to entice you, like, "Hey, I know you're a tired motherfucker, but if yeah. you'd be, if you want to come." Right. So I, I was like, "Okay, I'll ask Sarah," and I'm like, praying that Sarah said like she didn't want to go. Like, <laughs> like, just, just tell me you don't want to go. I even like let her. I was like, "You don't want to go? Don't have to go." And she's like, "No, let's go. It'll be fine." Like, the, the thing is that Sarah likes coming over, I think. Yeah, it was like fucking bullshit. So anyway, I was like, great, I'll let him know. And I was like, I'm going to tell him that I don't know if we'll be there exactly at 830. That way I can, you know, Sarah can nap, I can nap, whatever. Because she mm-hmm. hates being late to me. 
happens. So if I just leave it at like, we'll be there, just maybe not at 8.30, then it's, we're able to get there whenever. Anyway, I get there. And I'm fucking hungry as a motherfucker because I had told him, you better have a burger ready for me. And I was hoping. Well, mind you, I did. Pro- I promised nothing. I told no one right. I would have anything at this. Right. Mm-hmm. He said he said that he would be there. And I was like, that's not appetizing. But I was hoping that as a, a gag, he would have a burger there for me. I actually. Like, I almost, you, know, like, you almost did, didn't you? Almost do it. I know. And I, I knew it. And I was like, if he because like I'm, I'm obviously joking. But if he did have a burger there just for the joke, I'd be like, I won. This is great. Right, right. It doesn't matter. So I get there, and there's no burger. So that's part of my gag for the night. I'm like, where's my burger? And he's like, if you want me to make you a burger. I was like, no, no, it's too late. Whatever. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't even have any s'mores. I don't even know if a lot of people did. All I had, I just ate like 12 marshmallows. Well, and we, we had cake because it was the, our Oh, and cake. Thing. A good cake. But that's, that's why a lot of people didn't have s'mores because we had cake, and it right. was like, wow, that was a lot. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm, I like the bonfire and stuff, but every time I go there, the smoke gets in my fucking face, in my goddamn eyes. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even have to work the next day, but on Monday, which was today, I fucking still smell like fucking smoke. Did you shower? Yeah. Oh. I think it gets all up in my fucking beard. I put my mask on, and I was like, why does it smell like fucking Dallas's fire? And I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, it's probably just engulfed in, number one, my nostrils, and number two, my fucking beard. Jeez. Well, unlike Bob, who seems to be a, quite the party pooper, uh, I love the smell of a fire on either my clothes, my hair. Oh, no. Not after. Because... Not after. That just tells you, it's a reminder of, hey, you lived. I was you in were a guy's there. backyard in a neighborhood. You did it. Yeah, but it was pretty nice, wasn't it? I did the tiki torch gimmick that I did when Austin was here, and, like, it was it windy, is- so there was no bugs. Well, and it sounds like it's quite a shindig, because Bob's been treating, what, several people. I've been what? You mentioned that there was other people. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a small little get-together. Yeah. Um, so that's bullshit that, again, I got no invite. I'm going to start inviting you uh, as a joke, and then one day maybe you actually will show up and it will be fun. I did. Well, that well, yeah, but you weren't invited that day. You just showed up. <laughs> well. I'll, invite you, I'll invite you to our Halloween party, and, uh, and if you showed up to that, that'd be pretty cool. Um, well, I happen to be in town in October, so you never know when I'll be uh, showing up. Exactly. Never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Um, all right, let's uh, kind of just get into this Observer Notes and then we can get into the show. There's no house show notes for this week and even next week, so <gasps> this part of the show is going to be pretty abbreviated. Okay. Uh, there is one note here that... It's just absolutely cringy. It's the second one. We'll get to it in a minute. But the first note here is that Madison Square Garden on May 19th is close to selling out and could mark the first back-to-back shows being sold out since 1985, which is a bit surprising. I would have thought in the mid-80s, like 88, 
89. Is that because it's the swan song for two major stars or what? Well, Dave, uh, Dave had said that it was not a surprise because in the, it's been a rarity that the angles in the WWF seem to be connecting like all of them. Hmm. In relation to Sean and uh, Diesel, Ramon, stuff like that. So, I would imagine it also has to play a part in that. Uh, That's the way I'm leaning. I don't think the the storylines are necessarily necessarily talking people into the building. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, here is what I am referencing. Uh, for one of the maybe worst promotional things that the, the WWF did. So the British Bulldog is involved in one of the sleaziest things that the WWF has done in a while, and it was on the April 15th Raw when they did a 900-line tease saying to call and find out what Davy Boy Smith and Magic Johnson have in common besides both being professional athletes. Which we saw, we saw them tease that on the pay-per-view. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, so Dago's naturally started the rumor mill uh, going that Smith was HIV positive because Magic Johnson is HIV positive. Well, and we even <laughs> joked. I mean, that's, it seems like that's what they're alluding to. Yeah, well, that's not the case. Uh he doesn't know what the payoff to the tease was, but for a company which was uh, a few weeks ago uh, making fun of Shmin Jean, this uh, tease was worse than 85% of Jean's sleaziest. Uh, now, it ended up being, this was in the following uh, thing, it ended up being that uh, they, the thing they had in common was that they both had altercations with referees. Oh my god. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's like the dumbest thing ever. They both had an argument with an official. Oh boy. <laughs> you better call and find out what that is. Yeah, well, could you imagine that conversation with the parents? Sorry, Mom Dad, I just spent $27 to find out that uh, both British Bulldog and Magic Johnson had a confrontation with an official. Well, that's what they were exactly. doing. That's why they did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would. I would think would think that. I would have been like, call the hotline to find out what Bam Bam Bigelow and Mario Lemieux have in common, and then I'd make sure it was at the end of like a forty-five minute phone call, and then I could be like, they're both missing teeth. All right, see you next week. <laughs> yeah. like a hockey player and fucking Bam Bam, man. Whoa, missing teeth. That's so crazy. It's so annoying. Uh, speaking of Bam Bam, so we haven't seen him. Since Survivor Series, 95. Correct. Well, he thought that he was getting his unconditional release if he put over Goldust at Survivor Series. That was, in fact, not the case. He did get a release, but Mm. he can't work WCW, which he was planning on going to, until October. Oh, wow. So he's got to sit out a while. Uh before he can go to WCW, I believe he makes a few appearances for ECW. I think but so. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't become full time there till '97. Right. Um, Bam Bam's career is so weird. I mean, because if you think about his WWF run, a, you know, it's not super overly the top spectacular. 
He gets a he gets a WrestleMania main event. Stays away from titles for the most part. Um, has a notable feud or two. But really, I don't know if it's the just the mystique or his Japanese stuff or what it is. Because after this run in the WWF, other than his ECW stuff, Bam Bam doesn't do shit. Like, his WCW stuff is garbage. I love his t-shirt run. Like, mm, WCW. Thousands of Sean Stasiak. And, like, losers gotta get a tattoo. And it's like, Bam Bam's got 1,700 tattoos. I don't know how that's a punishment for him. Embarrassing. Fuck that match. Um, Really... And and when you compare the two, so if you compare Bam Bam ECW, 97, 98 time, mm-hmm. uh, to Bam Bam WWF from, you know, whatever it is, 94-ish to when he leaves, those are two completely different performers. Yeah. You are getting two completely different stars. And really, the only thing that carries over to ECW is the name. Yeah, he looks the same. And yeah, it's the, it's oh, it's Bam Bam Bigelow. There's like a mystique. But I don't know where that comes from, because it ain't WWF. Because he, yeah. he feuds with Doink, which is a fucking disaster. The LT stuff was like, kind of made him look like a joke. Um, he plays third wheel and third fiddle to Diesel and Shawn Michaels. And then he's just not used. So yeah, I mean... It's a weird dynamic. The stuff I've I've seen with you guys with Bam Bam and WWF here has definitely not made me like him any more than I already disliked him. So, I, I don't know. I don't get it, personally. I think, yeah. And I think you share the same feeling is a lot of people who just don't get it. I mean, again, if all you're using to compare is on a maiden stage, WWF, I don't give a fuck. Because it's just not good. He has a decent little run in the King of the Rain. He gets a decent little uh, WrestleMania main event with, like, a decent little build. And, dude, that's it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. To yeah. my, in my mind, he doesn't become the beast of the East until he goes to ECW later on. Yeah. And by his, then, it's like the end of his career. Yeah, his ECW runs his best run. Um, I mean, educate us, Bob. As far as Bam Bam's other stuff that may have given him the mystique, you know, where does he break in? It, does he? He does Japan at some point. Uh, yeah, that's, like, early 90s, I think. Right. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I, I don't know if he necessarily broke in uh, in Memphis, but when I, I've been doing, obviously, the Memphis reviews, and uh, he's, in the, he's in there in 86, and when I tell hmm. you that he was probably one of the most cringiest acts when he first comes in there, it's remarkable the fact that they would put the title on him uh was baffling because he would do these weird grunts and like faces 
it just screamed being phony. But yeah. that was the era of like Lawler beating all these big guys. Right. Whatever. Uh, his like 88 or 87, 88 WWF run when he was with like Hogan and stuff, I don't think it was bad. But he, I think, left because he thought he was bigger than what he was. So then yeah. he goes to like WCW for, I think, a, like a cup of coffee. He's not there very long. Um, but when it comes to like his WWF stuff, I would say like when he first got there, I think there was a level of interest, you know, with the Royal, was he at the Royal? Yeah. Like Royal Rumble. He has, you know, gets uh, boss man stuff. He was supposed to fight Kamala at WrestleMania nine, but they got pulled. Right. Because of time constraints or whatever. But the doink feud uh killed him. I mean there was And no that was way... pretty early. Yeah. That was uh right after SummerSlam ninety-three. Mm. Was when that started. He had like a decent little TV thing going with Tatanka, like he cut his hair. Yeah. Which yeah. you would have thought they would wrestle at SummerSlam in a grudge match or something, but it was instead of an enjoyable six man. Right. Uh but yeah, when the whole doink stuff came in in late 93, it killed him because he was coming across as this badass, like, kind of weirdo whack job with Luna. Right. And then you have him tripping over wires and stuff. It's like the same thing with, I feel like doink was kind of a career killer because with Jeff Jarrett and that mm-hmm. feud that went on for months, mm-hmm. it was really Jarrett's first major feud in the WWF. I would say that it took Jarrett winning the IC belt to even become relevant. And of course, that's a whole different type of conversation too, but I think anybody that got involved in a doink feud for the most part after Matt Bourne left. Yeah. Was uh was doomed. Yeah, it was definitely snake bit, and I can think of all all the way back to then. And it's like, I specifically remember wanting the the Bam Bam Tatanka feud to take fruition because there's a legitimate angle to be made there, and they just never did it. They never capitalized on it, and it was almost like a Sid, where it's like you got this big guy, he's got a look, he can do some stuff. But the most important thing is he's big and he has a look. Good heel. And then they just don't know how to follow through. It's like as soon as they were done booking Yokozuna serious, they said any other big guy that comes in, they're not getting shit. Uh, That's what it feels like. Yokozuna to me was the last big dude that got a serious heel push and it was awesome. Since then, people in and out, no real storyline for them. They just feed the machine, and that's it. Yeah, well, and I want to point out that Bam Bam and Tatanka did wrestle at Royal Rumble 94, but that was a replacement for Ludwig Borga. So that was right. never designed to be uh, a blow-off to that. And with Yokozuna, he's another example of being ruined because I think – Everything was going pretty good, even with the Lex Express stuff. Yeah. It was going pretty good. 
But when they introduced the fear of caskets, mm-hmm. it gave that perception of comedy to that character. And then they just it went down and, and it, rolled and, downhill. Yeah, and he loses at WrestleMania 10 by yeah. losing his footing on the middle rope. Yeah. And hitting his head. It's like the whole thing of like the big tall guy slips on a banana peel and loses. Yep. Like it, it kind of uh, defin- uh, diminishes the act, I think. But uh, Bam Bam, I sh- should know, I bought his uh, action figure at Target like uh, two weeks ago. And I think it's actually a pretty good one. It has the wrong ECW championship on it, but whatever. Well, you know, you, you, you can't win it all. Yeah, you can't win have winners. Uh, here's some fun facts. So, you know, Hall and Nash are, by Hall and Nash, I mean Ramon and Diesel, are going to WCW. So that means that there's going to have to be some cuts because they're bringing in a shit ton of money with the contracts. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Well, we know one casualty of it. And uh, that is going to be, I'm not a shark. John Tenta. Also known as Shark. Yeah, you guys want to take a guess on how much he was making in WCW in 1994? Uh, now, rem- now, here's a reminder. He came in in 94, shortly after Hogan. I guess you could say he was like a top mid-card, borderline main event act for yeah. parts of 94 and parts of I, I'm really bad with numbers, but, I mean, are we talking like six-figure range? Well, I mean, he's not making you know, 30 grand. Well, I didn't think thirty, but like at uh, big lot. I don't think I don't think we're breaking breaking mill low. Okay, so what do you think he's making? Uh, I'm gonna say you may, you're making me feel like I was gonna say low too low at first now, but uh, I'll say five hundred grand. Okay. Is it my turn to guess? Yeah. I'm gonna say John Tent is probably getting screwed. Uh, and I'm gonna say two thirty. Okay, he was making one point six million. Oh, <laughs> what? Okay, nah, I'm kidding. He wasn't making that much. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to see. You guys. I was trying to think of a ludicrous number. Of them. Uh, he was making two hundred and fifty grand. Okay, which I feel like isn't insane for the era. Which makes me wonder if he was making less than that in WWF. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, who was right? Me. Yeah, show off, whatever. Um, do you know or do you have intel on what other people were making at the time? <laughs> like, I, specifically, I guess let me narrow it down. Uh, what are they paying the Zodiac? I'd love to know. Oh, probably way too fucking much. I what? don't know. I think... When they released, excuse me, the WCW contracts with the lawsuit, I only think that's like what ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. It doesn't go. Yeah. Before then. Well, whatever Zodiac is making, it's it's too much. It's way too much, (laughs) and I guarantee you, it's more than John Tenta. I'd be willing to bet. Oh yeah, for Um, sure. I'm sure John Tenta when he's he he jumped to WCW, out of all of those. Former WWF guys, he's probably making the least. Yes, because he and Hogan weren't as close. Right, and his and his run with Hogan was four years before. Right. So, 
I would have liked to see. Well, I would have liked to see uh, John Tenta and ECW. Can you imagine some of the shit they would have done with him there? It would have been ridiculous. Yeah. I I think John Tenta would have liked it, though. He might have. I mean, look at the Golga stuff. He's, like, willing to do random weird shit. What's that, New Jack? You want to hit? You want to use a pizza cutter on me? All right. Just imagine John Tenta putting people through tables and shit. Or like, what is going on here? This is a random thought that I, I was listening to the major wrestling fed thing today, and uh, I didn't realize, and it's only I'm only thinking of this because of ECW, that when Chris Candido died, he was 33. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that either. I should maybe double check that to make sure that um, that's accurate. But I was trying to think of it, and I was like, it kind of makes sense because he was super young and thirty. Yeah. 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 He was thirty-three years old. That's so nuts to me that he was that young. Wow. And it feels like he was wrestling for fucking fifteen years. I would have thought he was forty years old. That's what I at least forty. But he was 33. Wow. Uh, what? How is that even possible? Well, anyway, in your house, the pay-per-view, our last show, uh, the Observer readers gave it 61.7 thumbs up, 23% down, and 15 in the middle. Mm. I'm assuming that thumbs up is relying on the main event. I mean, I guess. I don't know what else you'd be thumbs up and about. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Best match was voted as being Shawn Michaels against Diesel. And the worst match, if you want to call it that, was Warrior against Goldust. Correct. Seems like a pretty self-explanatory decision there. Uh, All right. Well, it's uh, episode we're watching tonight or this morning if you're following along with us is going to be April 29th, 1996. Judging by that description of potentially the main event. <laughs> don't know. If I'm looking forward to the in-ring aspect of the show. Yeah. But uh, who knows? We'll see. Let me get this situated. Nope. Okay. Let's uh, go back. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I'm going to count down from uh, five, and when I say play, watch along with us. The runtime is 48.13. Well, some of us have an extra seconds. Mine's 48.14. Yeah, I I, I knew that you were going to say that, but it's okay. Season four, episode 17. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. The World Wrestling Federation, the Revolution of Sports, Sports Entertainment. All right. Last night, guys. It's the Fukin British. He said something about he wants to sleep with my wife. This looks like it. Is it post show? Yeah, it's after the... Oh, this is weird. 
Bulldog coming to the ring. Officials are holding him back. Shawn Michaels is in the ring celebrating. They didn't show us nothing. That was a cool little camera thing, though. They did from the backstage following Bulldog up down the ramp or whatever. It shows, like, realism. I like it. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I did, too. Uh, I think this is interesting because, I mean, that kind of goes into, I I believe, what we were talking about last time of can Bulldog be a contender for Sean? And it looks like that is kind of the direction we might be headed. I don't want it to do be that the case, but I don't know, I guess. You don't want Bulldog as a main event guy? No, because they haven't built him that way. You know what? That's it. I want you to mail me back that fucking figure I bought for you. And the jet. Ja- you want me to send you the the leather jacket too? Yeah. yeah. No, so, I'd be all for it if it fucking made sense. Well, the only way you can make a star is uh, by having him beat your champion. Or job out to people on pay per view. One of the two. Yeah. When has he? When has he jobbed out? Yeah, uh, you know, one of them times. He has a yeah. job out. Um, he lost to, to Brett. That's a job, Don. Job. Yeah, J-O-B, buddy. Brett basically took the goddamn shovel out. He said, uh, Bulldog, bruv, right. you're going under. Bruv. WWF rocks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it does. I'll have you like both know. Given to somebody. I'll tell you what rocks. I haven't bitten my nails once in a month. Somehow really? I don't believe that. They're fucking long. Let me see. They I bite my nails every goddamn day, and I love it. Oh, wow. Mankind. Wow, dude. Mankind. They're, they're the longest Bengel. they've ever been. I'm impressed, man. You here comes little Mickey deranged. Foley. You want to talk deranged? Well, here he is. This one's live, correct? Correct. It's the night after the pay-per-view. Now we're talking. Four weeks ago, which oh. doesn't feel like four weeks ago. Mankind attacked The Undertaker, shoved his fingers down his throat. Some girls like that, by the way. That's true. Jesus. What? Some girls like when you spit in their mouth. Dude, so many of them do. I see it on Twitter. I see it on Twitter all the time. Like these girls. Oh, Twitter. Now we know Sarah likes it. No. Sarah likes being spit in her mouth. Katie likes fingers down her throat. I no, I I tried. I tried. <laughs> I was like, "Give me your mouth. I want to spit in it." And she was like, "What are you talking about?" And I like had to drag her. You're bullshitting. I know. I'm bullshitting. I had to drag like, I her. Ne- <laughs> I would never. I would never do that. Kaylee but, really likes it when I go to kiss her and then I squirt a little spit in her mouth. Oh. <laughs> I no. always stick my tongue out at the last second, so it's like my little tongue's in <laughs> between her lips. Yeah, yeah, that always goes well too. Uh, we're we, getting. I, what is this, Bart versus Mankind oh, here? guys, it's Todd Pettengill, because as you remember, oh, we've never yeah. seen Bart Gunn and Todd Pettengill in the same place at the same time, so right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Todd. Right. Um, I think they should probably just break up the smoking guns at this point, because uh, they're never on TV and they never win. Well, Billy's hurt, as you remember. He'll be back in May, but... I feel like using Bart as like an enhancement guy isn't going to really do well for the guns. That's what I mean. Like they might as well just not have it happen anymore. Why is mankind bleeding? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I wonder if he got stiffed by Mr. Bart. I mean, probably the guy's a shoot fighter. That's true. Was he, was he in Japan before? 
Uh, I don't know about before. I know after is Mike Barton. Mark, yeah, Mike Barton with uh, John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace. Yeah, and he actually did. He teamed with I think like Jungle Jim Steele too. I think so. Um, yeah, Johnny Ace and Mike Barton were actually a good little tag team for All Japan for a little while. It's a crazy thought. Yeah. I think he definitely cut him on his eyebrow on accident. Yeah, something's going on because mankind under the hair is bleeding pretty good. I mean, you can see the blood on Bargon's It's, on, it's his right eyebrow. Yeah. Unless he might have, like, ripped at his hair too hard and either scratched his face or... I don't know. Maybe we're being too harsh on old Bart Gunn. The blood's all over. Oh, he went for the mandible claw, but Bart was able to escape it. Plenty of empty seats, it looks like, over there on the right-hand side. Could be that the mask busts him open, too. Yeah, it could. I mean, it doesn't look like it's a lot of blood, but it is all over, like, Barton's uh, side there. And he does appear to be going after the cut, which is weird. There's something about Mankind's offense that's very believable, and I think it's just because it's a mess. Yeah. Um, I haven't liked Mankind up until this point, but this match he's showing a, a quite a bit of an aggression. Well, he doesn't come across like a trained wrestler. No. It comes off as like he's trying to fight. Yeah. Scoop and a slam by Mankind. Is the crowd really reacting to Mankind or not really? By the sounds of it, no. Okay. They're all sitting on their hands. Visually, it didn't look like it, but I wasn't sure if maybe I was missing out on something. No, that's how I'm really judging it, by visually. They all seem to be just sitting there stone-faced. Yeah. And if I, if I had to guess, it's probably because he's wrestling Mark Gunn. Yeah, but I feel like they could be making something out of it. I don't know. I don't know, man. If, I, if I'm in the crowd and this weirdo guy is fighting a guy that I don't care about, I'm probably not going to care. When you like his tag team partner better anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's Billy? Billy. Baseball Billy. slide there. Oh, no. Raw will continue. Oh, we're getting a commercial break for this. Mankind was going for a suplex on the floor, but I'm assuming that Bart's going to counter that. That means we're going at least 25. Ugh. Who would you say Mankind's ideal opponent would be for at this point, other than Undertaker? Like, if they weren't having him fight Undertaker, who are you putting Mankind with? Mm, Goldust? Because they're, like, Russell? weird. Oh. I don't know. They're, they're both kind of weird, so I don't know. You know who I would... I think, considering that Mankind is such a, like, reckless person, he doesn't care. Yeah. Give me Ahmed Johnson and Mankind. Oh my God! What the hell's going on with this little freak, man? Oh That's a good idea. God. <laughs> that would be nuts. Yeah. 
I'm just I didn't to... have an example. I just wanted to hear what you guys thought. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like current. I mean, I think Brett would be a good one when he came back. Yeah. But straight fucking forearms right to his face. Yokozuna. <laughs> so, so you can give him the claw and then he gets to get taken out in a forklift oh. again? See, now, I feel like Yokozuna would be a great option, but the problem is that Mankind wouldn't be able to do the mandible claw because Yokozuna would just eat his fingers. Right. You'd be like, oh, this is this is tasty. Really, you could use Mankind to to make somebody, too. I mean, even if you said, hey... Fatu, you're going to go out there and you're going to have a good little feud with Mankind. They could probably have some good matches. Well, I think Fatu at this point is pretty underrated in a singles role. And I, I feel like we mentioned it every time we talk about him. But that match with Brett. Uh-huh. Dude, yeah. No question. I even like the Head Shrinkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. OG Head Shrinkers. Not, right. not fucking... Sione. No. Well, and what's funny with Fatu though, too, like when he, when he becomes Rikishi, it's not that his work rate goes down like horribly, but he's just he's just a gimmick at that point. Yeah, he focuses on the entertainment way more so. Yeah. Right. Which is fine. He got super over for it. Sure. Okay, Alex looks like he's studying this match. I'm just focused, man. Mankind. It's like you're at wrestling school and you're like, I got, I'm trying to learn from Bart Gunn. I need, I need to know what he's doing. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? What did Mark, what did Bart Gunn do right? Oof. Everything. Everything, man. Yeah. Bart laying in the fist there. The little fist dropper. Oh, he's going to the top rope. Mankind doesn't know where to go. Missile dropkick by Bart. Is that like that blood and shit? Is that like bullshit? Because it's like very, very bright. And like, I don't think it's really blood. I think he cut him on his eyebrow. It must have closed up pretty quick then. You can still see it. Oh. Flying elbow from Barkon. Barkon doesn't have a moveset, does he? (laughs) No, his moveset is tagging Billy. (laughs) Right. Or, like, Billy will tag him in, and then he just puts his arm out, and then people run into it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, those punches are so bad. <sighs> Holy shit. Is he, is, he, is he not a lefty? I don't know. I think oh, he's, he's got the, man, the mandible claw. He's passed <laughs> out, dude. I was going to ask yeah, if he was one cool. of the, the, like, creepers from the Dark Order with those punches. Oh, my God. Look at the blood all over Mankind's hand. I don't know, dude. That doesn't look like real blood to me. I don't think it is. I don't know. Yeah, when you get a close-up like that, I don't think blood dries like that. That's what I mean. It looks. It almost looks like fucking marker, to be honest with you. Yeah, like when I, it does. When I'd put marker on my wrestlers, that's what my I fingers would look like. Just, I was just thinking. Of that. Well, if you look, it's most of his hand underneath is tape. Is it staining the tape like that? Yeah, but it looks that color like on his eyebrow too. I mean, maybe let's just look. That looks like bullshit to me. Maybe it. Maybe he did it a little cut and it just like smeared like that. But I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know, but I like the outro music shit still. 
I I like that he has two different musics. And it, and it like soothes him. Are they giving up on the foaming at the mouth shit? Because I don't think Bart just was. Yeah, maybe they replaced it with the fake blood. A <laughs> uh, crowd member was just doing bang bang. That's funny. Well, they know who he is. Yeah, mankind, Bob. Guy with the middle finger right there. Yep. It's the guy that jumps off his uh, roof in the backyard. Oh right. That's how I know him. Uh, that one got a little bit of time, guys. A little bit. It got a commercial break. Yeah. Well, let's see oh, where we're at. Oh, Jr. Jr. Man, that barbecue sauce is spicy. Jeez, man, I got a stomach ache. Man, what'd you give me? Man, fuck. I feel like he's gonna get attacked. Just the way that the cameras. Moving. Oh my god! <laughs> Son of a bitch! Man, guy runs in immediately. Dude, as that was, a, that was such it. a good point because it was such a random interview and stuff. Like, how would he not be attacked right there? Yeah, and the way like the camera was like bouncing, that the camera guy was like, trying to get out of the way or something. Yeah, they got him back there pretty quick for that. Yeah, he got there before mankind got back. Right. There. Well, that's the weird part to me. What the hell? How did that happen? And last time we saw him, he was laying in the ring. Yeah. Wait, what? They were like, Bart, carry up to the back. You got to get Wait, a tap. How did that happen? Did he like Wrestling have this? Man. Like, did they cut away and then he had to like sprint back there? Like, like by, he had to sprint by mankind to get to the interview. Yeah, there's no way he got back there before mankind did. He just keeps locking in the claw as they rip him off. Oh, whose music's this, baby? Here's Savio. Oh, that's right. Okay. The the man that should be the intercontinental champion. What does he have with him? It looks like a strap. Oh, that's a cool shirt. If you've got that shirt in a size, um, I don't know what size Austin wears these days. Send us a DM on Icopod. I uh, I bought the my that Buff Bagwell shirt came uh, Saturday. Did it fall apart? No. Okay. But I fucking love it. I love that it has the, uh, as uh, Bischoff would call it, the exploding vagina as uh, the logo. Mm-hmm. WCW logos on there. Yeah. I sort of don't hate that logo as much as everyone else does, I think. It's, I mean, it's pretty bad. I, uh, I'm working my way back to a large. I was in a large for a long time and then got a little large. So I was back up to an XL. Not my highest, but, uh, yeah, I'm working my way back. I'm down 10 pounds, so. Okay, so if you got that Savio Vega shirt and size large, send us a DM at Icopod on Facebook or Twitter. Bob, you do know. you even check the email anymore? You don't check the email. I have. No, we Here, don't. You know, I'll check it right now. Oh, boy. And I bet you there's going to be some kind of, like, offer of, like, hey, do you guys want 25 grand? And yeah, Goldust wanted to do an interview. We just never answered him. You want you want 25 grand? <laughs> you just have to respond back to me in 72 hours. And I'd be like, hey, man, it's been nine months, but how does that offer still stand? <laughs> um, so we're getting Steve Austin versus Scott Taylor. This actually oh. might be a pretty damn good little squash match here. Good. Steve Austin looks a little bit more jacked, I think. I think so, too. He, he looks a lot more like Stone Cold 98 here. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, let's see. Taking a bit here to 
Savio's like, what the fuck, man? I don't know. Uh, there's nothing in the email. So. Yeah, that's bullshit. Savio was on commentary saying he wants to jump in that ring. Uh, Steve Austin with his patented giant swing here. That's what he's most known for. <laughs> oh, King's talking trash to Savio. You better... Watch oh. it, buddy. And then he stood up, so they're probably even a match on Raw next week. Uh, Steve Austin just did Bret Hart's elbow off the second rope, so that's uh, aren't they? Good. Aren't they rustling at uh, the next in your house? Wasn't that like an ad? Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe I forgot about that. So never mind. They're fighting it in your house. <coughs> oh, I tried to mute that. My apologies. It's okay. I'm just choking uh, on water. Are they having a strap match? They're about to. (laughs) Yeah, King and Savio at ringside. Yeah, I'm going to put you together so you can't run. Puppies. I think King secretly is like flirting with Savio because he looks like a teenager. Oh. Uh, Wow. Oh. Hey. Do you see the guy dressed as an American flag in the audience? (laughs) He's proud of being there. That's interesting. Steve Austin has no idea what the fuck he's doing with this. Look, dude, look how bad that is. Oh, my God. That is just so bad. Scott Taylor could have just let his leg fall down. That was really, that was one of the worst, worst ones I've ever seen. These are haters. Oh, my God. What's this? What a boring ass finish. I'm a, I'm a chunk, yeah. It doesn't even look like he does it right. Nah, I'm just holding his damn neck. Ah, no longer. <laughs> All I hear is how you love so close to us and this and that. Ah, no longer. <laughs> the new number one. Fuck Ted DiBiase, dude. I feel like he definitely does not belong. No. I like that Steve Austin doesn't even acknowledge his existence. Well, Vega just challenged him to a strat match. Ted's like, no way. Why would, I mean, how would they be surprised by that? He had a fucking strat match. The only thing that's going to be strapped around here is the church I steal from. <laughs> well, now he's whipping him. Oh, great. Stone Cold's pissed. And we go to commercial. Bob's on, uh, or Dallas is on the hotline here. Yeah, he's trying to find out about what Bulldog and Max Johnson have in common. Wow, we've already cut way away from that. We got Cornette coming out with Bulldog. What is our time check here, Bob? I was just about to say, uh, we're going to be at 20 minutes right now. We're at 20 wow. minutes. It feels like a lot longer. A lot has happened. Yeah. We've got Bulldog and Diana. I guess it's to be expected on the, the next night after the pay-per-view to set up a lot of stuff going on. Well, uh, tell us, Bulldog, is somebody porking your wife? Jim's like, don't look at me. Oh, Sean! Sean Michaels is coming out too. Interesting. What? Well, nothing could happen here. I think he's going to super kick Diane. 
Jose Lothario's coming down. So now we know who's banging Diana. That's Jose. Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, Davey, I didn't say it was Sean that was trying to fuck me. It's Jose Lothario. And then Bulldog, they, whoa, whoa, I ain't fucking with that guy. You're good. <laughs> if you want her, you can have her, dude. He's all yours. I know She's I'm all yours, but I've seen the rats that Jose gets and honey. The rats that Jose gets. Whose idea for an angle was this bullshit? Shawn Michaels? I don't I'm uncomfortable with how much how much Vince McMahon's smiling when Shawn Michaels comes to the ring. He always does. It's very uncomfortable. He dude, he loves Shawn Michaels. He has like a crush on him. He lets Shawn Michaels literally scream in his face and he keeps his job. Yeah, I, it's weird. Well, he, he, I feel like he looks at Sean, and he all he sees is a big dollar bill. It's like fucking it's Mr. Like, Krabs. Mr. He, Krabs. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. like, money. Uh, let me talk to me money. Hello, that's Sean. my. Like, yeah. That's one of my one of my favorite episodes. I love how much we talk about SpongeBob and uh, like Johnny and all them. Who's like, this is my favorite thing. Or whatever. I remember that anyway. It's when like they. Uh, Get paint on his first dollar. Oh my god! <laughs> Patrick and Patrick uses a crayon, and he's like, "I thought he would notice." <laughs> That's oh, a classic the, one. He puts the dollar bill in the vending machine. But he's like, "Get it, And he's shoving it in, and it's getting smashed, <laughs> and it's going further and further in. And he finally gets the candy bar, and, Pat, and SpongeBob just has a look of fury. And Patrick's like, "What? I was hungry." I forgot about that episode. It's so fucking good. Oh boy, here goes Sean. Last night. What is his hair doing? There's no way that Sean Michaels could beat Diesel. I'm surprised they're even mentioning. Oh, he's doing house shows still, I guess, at this point. Yeah, he's still there till end of May. I like that Sean's taking over the segment here and just wise bulldog even how yeah, wise bulldog, he's cut a promo on Diesel and he's bulldog's like what the fuck? They probably should have had Bulldog just interrupt this and come yes. on. Yes. Yes. Does it bug anyone else how Shawn Michaels carries the title? Because that sort of bugs me. Well he holds it's almost like it's too folded up. Yeah, I think that's what it is for me. He's holding it like it's like a contract. Like I gotta keep this safe. He, look, it's not over, over his shoulder or anything. It's, yeah, it, it's awkward. He's holding it how girls hold their books walking to class. In <laughs> yeah. Jim Cornette's like, well, damn it. My diaper's full. The hot tub's warm. Shawn Michaels, are you coming over to bang Stacy or not? <laughs> like the, the lips on his tie. What a badly timed thing. Yeah, yeah so he's making a reference here about Shawn wanting to sleep with Diana. And I think that it's a uh, it's weird, but I feel like this is like they're they're like trying to get risque again. You know what I mean? It's like the gold dust doing weird shit. They're like, hey, just so you know, Shawn Michaels wants to bang her. So I guess who are, what are they pointing at in the crowd? They're showing a guy called uh, call her out of her seat to come backstage for Shawn Michaels is, is what he's alleging. Yeah, so they didn't have to watch the show anymore. No, so they're saying that the production assistant got hurt because that Cornette was in trouble, but Cornette was not in trouble. In fact, the assistant was bringing her back to Shawn Michaels. 
And let me tell you something, Shawn Michaels. I Shawn wish, put his arm I around wish. her. Put her in. What did he just I, say? I wish, I wish that, the, that Cornette would be like, you dragged her into a broom closet and you fucked her while she was putting her makeup on. You sick son of a bitch as a way to like mention Sonny. Is this like a rape angle? I I sort of feel like that's what they're hinting at. Like an attempted rape? Sean's yeah. like, no, no, buddy. She walked herself right in to the Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't... I, at least, at the very minimum, they're, they're suggesting, like, sexual assault. Yeah, he's calling Sean a pervert. Who would grab a woman, an innocent woman... Like this, who's never done anything? Like, yeah, she's never done anything like this in her life. Why would they agree to do this on TV? Ratings, dude. She's not a Jezebel. She's not a Scarlet Woman. Wait, why is Cornette's like pushing? Did if she got assaulted by Sean, wouldn't she want to stay way away? Cornette like was pushing her up to Sean. He just said. The the woman that you tried to deflower. Yeah, I'm sure Bulldog never. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Bulldog's uh, like, that's right. I've never had sex with her. Isn't. Is Harry from her? Oh, Shawn Michaels is a fornicator. Jerry Lawler just said, what? <laughs> I like how Bulldog hasn't said shit. He's, Wait. like, not even a part of it. She said, Sean, I know that you want me. Oh, Sean's going to hit her with sweet chin music. Dude. <laughs> I can't believe that she just goes, Sean, I know you want me. That's hilarious. I, I feel like Diana just, Diana, she, she agreed to this. Sean says, with all due respect, please do not. Flatter yourself. <laughs> Bulldog's oh. like, oh, what? My wife's not good enough for oh, you. Oh, my God. Look how pissed she is. She's about to be the biggest heel in the WWF. I'm calling yeah, her. Oh! She slapped oh, the stiff. Stiff slap. That was almost a punch. I feel like she only agreed to this because she's like, maybe as a method actor, I can have sex with Shawn Michaels. Bulldog's like, fuck, that turned me on. He just insulted Bulldog by with that, and uh, now Bulldog's going after Sean. Yeah, he said that we know who wears the pants in the family now or whatever, and now they start brawling. I like how that is what insulted Davey and not the fact that Sean <laughs> may have allegedly sexually assaulted his wife. And then he said that she wasn't good enough for him. <laughs> but it's like, you don't wear pants. And technically, Davey, you aren't wearing pants. You're well, wearing I, I think that this is like a piss-poor angle for this, but... Like I said, I feel like this is very different for them. And that, like, I couldn't see this happening last year. No Yeah, way. that's true. Yeah. So I think that, I think it's interesting in that regard. Like, they're trying to do something a little bit different, a little bit more risky, especially on, like, TV at this time. I mean, this is still, uh, I mean, on the, on, the, on the Peacock, it says it's, like, PG. So to be like, hey, you uh, sexually assaulted her. And all the stuff. I mean, that's it's pretty big. Yeah. Well, that's, that that's little brawl right there was pretty intense. Yeah, it was. 
And that was Wait a second. Commercial. What the fuck? What? They just had the new rockers come out and run right by Sean and do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Fucking kidding? No, well, Lee Cassidy was like, yeah, Sean Waitus actually uh, harassed a woman. He was giving him a thumbs up. Look, why are the new rockers like cheerleaders? Look at that promo oh, pic for one, two, three, kid, right there. Well, look at look at Wild Man looking at Sable. <laughs> I don't trust you, Sable. That's what that was. Oh, Undertaker and Owen next week too, dude. That's mm. some big matches. I'm really Romero excited for and Goldust. Uh, I'm excited for Miro and one, two, three, kid. That could yeah. be good. I hear some. Do you think they I'm... show the mat like the pre-show match from uh, in your house, or do you? Is it a different match? Oh. No, I hope it's a different match. I would hope so as well. Uh, this, all right. Is this a tag match? New Rockers against the Godwins? Godwin oh God. is literally dragging the pig. <laughs> the pig has no interest in walking towards the ring, so Henry's got to fucking drag. That one's walking. The, the, the little piglet was not walking, and he was dragging it. Yeah. Well, I think, but, uh, I think Hillbilly's got a dog. Oh, that's a dog. That's okay. a dog, yeah. Oh, okay. It looked like a pig. It's very round. Yeah. Look at the little piglet. It's having like a seizure. Well, it's like thinking, okay, I saw all my family and friends get dragged to slaughter. This is probably what's happening to me, right? And I, I ain't fucking falling for it. Dog's gonna shit in the ring. Look at that little thing. Wouldn't be the first time. That's the that's the kind of dog I should have got. Damn oh, it. they both had pigs. Wait, the dog yeah. just jumped out of the ring. Yeah, Look at him dragging the pig around. At least why does his move? His doesn't want to move. Wait, is the is the pig having a seizure? It was like going up and down. They're pigs, Bob. Who knows? They look like they got little high heels on. Look, he had to pick it up because it wouldn't walk. It's scared shitless because it's got to like, be scared. It's just like when Cody thought it was a good idea to bring out uh, his dog with fireworks. Oh yeah. All right, so new rockers are getting their shit rocked here in a minute, aren't they? Look, this guy, this guy in the red shirt's like, hey, is this my ticket? And green vest is like, God damn it, I'm already sitting here. I've been sitting here this whole fucking show. So I don't you, you go fuck, fuck yourself, red shirt. That's an usher guy. He's like, I don't even work here. And he's sitting down, he's like, damn it, I got to get ready to have kids sit on my lap. It's almost Christmas time. <laughs> it's almost Christmas time. It's April. <laughs> he's finished growing out his hair. I got eight months, pal. Right, so who's the heels? The new rockers? Uh, I think yes. it's... They are? The new rockers are definitely heels, yeah. What? Yeah. Marty and Leaf Cassidy, are you kidding me? And they're Why coming they out heels? and cheering and they're, doing they're dances? They are definitely the heels. You're lying. Oh, shit. Bro. What do they do that's so bad on Superstars? Tell me. You know you want me! So he's like, yeah, you see these two titles? Oh, you know, I'm going to make a guy ejaculate all over them, and I'm going to be wearing my Hall of Fame ring as I I poop. So you just got to check that out. You want Sonny going in the back door, okay? (laughs) Just so you know, I'm also going to shit, and then I'm going to just rub it onto the one on my right hand, and then the guy, he's going to ejaculate all over the one on my left hand. Stop saying that. (laughs) (laughs) What is, uh, I saw somebody posted, uh, Uh, here's uh tammy uh sonny's um what do you call it only fans update oh 
she really recently put because she likes to post little teasers without actually posting anything. So yeah. one of one of them was like, "I'm getting D tonight," and it was just a link to her OnlyFans. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I'm trying to find like, somebody. Sunny D. Oh, you know what? What was it? It was like her, she was like teasing, like getting railed, and you could see it from her point of view and the guy's point of view. What? Yeah, she was like, "Check me out!" Like getting fucking destroyed. She must have a new boyfriend <laughs> because she's got like this guy in her post now too. Oh, I see what you mean. Hot new pics and videos available now. Yeah. Check me out. See ya. <laughs> Feeling generous this week. Thirty percent off for the next week. Hot new pics and videos are available now. PG solo BJ, lots of fun stuff. I answer every DM. Customs live chats. She was with Don Marie yesterday. I just saw that. What? BJ's. Let me get my credit card real quick. Oh, new video number two, hard and deep from behind. Yeah. POV and mine. Tip twenty-five and DM. And then we got then the next one, new video number one, first fucking fourteen months, huge cum <laughs> shot, tip twenty five dollars. Oh my video. god! <laughs> I think on Icopod we got to pivot to doing fucking sunny OnlyFans live reviews, live watch-alongs. Oh god! Wow. You know what, man? If if nineteen ninety six Sunny was doing that, phew, I'd be signing up. I'd already be up. Yeah, that's the picture I was looking at. Uh, Austin, check it out. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, speaking of abortions, has this match been anything at all? or a What? Yeah, what? Nobody said anything about that. Well, Sonny's probably had a couple since being out of jail at this oh, point. Geez. No, it was her first fucking 14 months. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and she made it count with a huge cum shot, you said. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> fuck. Well, look, you could have picked your toenail color because she had a pedicure at 4.30 six days ago. Uh, Marty's like, come on, man. Let's go do an eight ball of Coke in the back. Is the match over? Oh, no, they're they're coming back. I can't imagine realistically the new Rockers are going to be winning this match. No, I figured they'd just leave. Go get him, Phineas. Do it for your new girlfriend, Sunny. Feeling sexy tonight. Speak of the devil. Oh, there she is. Do you want to watch the steamy shower we just took together? Check your DMs. Does Sunny have fake boobs? Yeah. Like, like at this time? Um, I don't think they're fake at this time. I don't know about this time. Mm. They eventually I mean, become fake. I mean, I don't know for sure, I guess, but... I don't think they're fake at this point. She's no, waving to her boyfriend, dude. They're saying who the winner of this match will be wrestling the body donnas. Oh, great. I hope it's a draw and then neither team wins. I wish the body donnas would get written off TV. See, I don't hate the body donnas. Oh, no. we just saw some like cheekage. The camera, they're, they're in the back going, uh, hey, Dave, can you get a little bit lower and up Sonny's shirt, please? <laughs> Damn it, pal. You know what? I I kind of want someone to have been in a coma. 
from like 1996 and they wake up in 2021 and they'll be like, what's your last memory? Like, I was at a raw in April, 20, April 29th, 1996. <laughs> and that Sonny was just a pure, kind-hearted Christian girl. And then they'd be like, well, 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 Jim, I'm sorry to tell you, but number one, it's been over, it's been about, you know, 20 years. Yeah. And also, we have this link called OnlyFans, and I'll tell you, no Christian girl does the shit that she's doing now. And Heather, what are you talking about? She's done more jail time than OJ. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll be like, you, you know those, you know like what a, what a POV is. And he's like, yeah, like, like a job simulation when you're about to get hired, you, you get a, like a POV of the job. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you can get a POV of of Raw Dog and Sonny from behind. <laughs> His and mine perspective. And Big cum shot. And then what he, could Sonny's perspective be? It's looking straight ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. Just looking down at the bed. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Why would you want that? Oh, that's funny. Why would you want to be watching Sonny's OnlyFans pretending you're Sonny getting railed by a dick? <laughs> <laughs> like what? It is an interesting way to look at it, huh? It is. He's pissed because uh, the auto pay on OnlyFans took out $21 from his account. <laughs> Listen here, Missy. I fucking said I wasn't continuing. Did the bell sound? Oh, it was a double count after the crossbody to the what? Fuck this match. Rematch. I dropped triple threat, baby. That accomplished nothing. I feel like nothing even really happened in that match. Aside nope. from the crossbody to the floor. The only thing that happened was us talking about OnlyFans. And I'm okay with that. Uh, isn't OnlyFans getting rid of their nude option at some point? They, they were, but then they were like, oh, wait a minute, everybody will leave, and then we'll have no money. And that's so, Yeah, and that's how we got our money. So yeah, and then Wait, they, and so, so they're they, not doing that anymore? Right. No, it's which they changed their mind. They oh, wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Jim Ross is in a scary hallway uh, with mankind. Because he's walking on the stairs. It was a heinous attack, and no, there was not barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> what? what is this debilitating maneuver? He needs to put the mandible claw on Jim Ross right now. Well, let me tell you, Jimmy. There are over 700 pressure points in the human body. Unless you're Sonny. <laughs> then there's only one that matters, Jimmy. It's the G-Spot! Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. That's funny. Uh, underneath the tongue does fucking hurt. Like, if you were to push <laughs> on that, dude, that shit fucking hurts. Sometimes that's what I got to do to the dog when she bites me. They told me to like, like, put use like a tongue depressor so you grab the bottom of the mouth. She does that to you. Who you should? <laughs> do you think that that guy's wiener does that to Sunny's mouth? Oh yeah, for sure. It's the oh, mandible oh. claw. No doubt about it. 
sticks fingers in, spits in her mouth. Right. Hey, uh, Ian Matthews and, and Johnny Screech and everybody else at uh, we interact yeah, with. All, all five people who all, talk to us. All five of us. Yeah, all five of them. If you guys would be interested in a Patreon where we would do a live watch of all of Sonny's videos. No. Oh. Let us know. We'll set it up. Jordan, I I think he listens to Pod as well. I'm not he sure. does, I believe, yeah. Jordan, if you would if you would be interested in us doing a live watch, and you know what, I'll I'll take the audio from the videos and like splice them in there. So when she's oh. like you know, gargling on a dick or something, <laughs> you guys can subscribe for the whole <laughs> All those what stuff. What the fuck? Oh, great. Yeah. Shit. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I might um, just I might just do it on my own. Sounds like a TNA <laughs> podcast thing. Yeah, hey. it, it sounds it sounds like I should make a Twitch and a Twitch. Yeah, like my background would just be Sonny getting railed, and then I'll be like commentating on like the gamers do. You're giving me a Twitch. But you know what? The way around it is, I would make sure I have like a PlayStation controller in my hand, and it's as if I'm controlling. Yeah. The guy in the POV videos. So, uh, um, we have Dr. Isaac Yankum DDS in the ring, and you're talking about Sonny Snatch. So. Yeah, well, speaking of drilling, here's Isaac Yankum. He's uh, involved. And now Ultimate Warrior. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? He broke the A. The fucking entrance fell fucking apart. Oh, my God. He's not, he just he just walked right by it and just he's kept going. going. Ba- he's going back to fix it. Look at it! Look at it! He's gonna trip. Wait, why did he go all the way in the back? Because his fireworks weren't ready yet. He's not wearing his uh, singlet anymore. He's back to tights here. No coat either. Yeah. Wait, I think he actually went back because the fireworks weren't ready. Dude, yeah, I fucking told you that. That's that's fucking ridiculous. That's Only cool. warrior would be like, "Fuck my my warrior sign isn't lit up. I gotta go back." I need pyro. <sighs> Put me in a rocket chap. <laughs> I like how there's what maybe five hundred people, and this dude's getting a WrestleMania entrance right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, this just made sense at WrestleMania, not so much on Raw. Like, what the fuck? Well, we have to enjoy his entrances for as long as we have him here. We got to be running low on warrior appearances, right? Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. We're at the bottom of the gut. Look at the fucking signs all fucked up now. Half of it ran out of fireworks. Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys remember when he did that rope shaking thing and then the next morning he had a heart attack? Holy shit. All right, I'm ready. Well, and you gotta like, in his, Well in his in his promo, he was like hinting towards like every warrior has its final breath. Yeah, it was weird. Do you, do you think after he did that he realized, oh shit, I can't do this anymore? And I'm a warrior having my final breath. <laughs> <laughs> I will breathe my last breath. The last air well. Exit my lugs. It could have. It couldn't have been booked that well. 
Like, if they made it a storyline, it wouldn't have come off as good as it did. He had with right. him. Fucking I wish I knew Kane. I was That'd be great. We got fucking Kane here, dude. Cranky's here. Fucking Tom. Well, fucking this has already Tom. lasted longer than I expected. Fucking Thomas Crane in the ring. Um, this match has had more moves in it than the 20 minute gold dust one he had on pay per view. <laughs> It's so. so fucked up. Oh my god, a commercial break. We'll it so will suck it. Raw will continue. Pyro. Please <laughs> doing the clotheslines, dude. The match is over. Those Thanks are the shittiest clotheslines I've ever seen. Look at those on you from over here. Why is Jerry Lawler commentating with his headset at ringside? He's standing at ringside with his headset on commentating. Is that going to be it? Fuck yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> what in the world was that? He is blown up, dude. The crowd is going nuts, though. They still like Warrior, man. I think they're going nuts because it's over. I don't know. I think it's because it's the ultimate warrior. I mean, look at him. Yeah, I mean, I guess they are. I don't know why, because, like, what's he really bringing to like, the table? Well, so here's the thing. He, this is such an example of, like, a novelty act. Yeah. That's why they're going nuts. If you were to ever put the championship on him at this point, it would blow up in your face. Oh, so dude. Hard. They would boo it out of the building. Yeah, so hard. He's filling the role of, like, what The Undertaker was in the early 90s. Yeah. Or, like, Andre the Giant. I was just going to say, like, like Andre the, the Giant. While there's mocking him. <laughs> Whatever. I can't stand Jerry Lawler in the WWF role that he plays in the early to mid-90s. I mean, I think he's an entertaining heel. I don't know. And I, you know what? I guess that's the point, that he's supposed to just aggravate the fuck out of you. Yeah. And it, it works, because, like, I can't stand him. Yeah. Shoulder that was the move that did it. Uh, shoulder tackle. He took it. He took down the dentist, and then Warrior gave him a splash, and he won. Didn't you know that we were in 1983 tonight? Yes, we are here on the new generation of Monday Night. <laughs> that damn Warrior made me read 32 of his comic books and then buy them after. Owen Hart, Undertaker, Marrow Kid next week. Goldust. Next week for a tape show is uh, apparently a lot stronger than the live one. I don't know why they keep doing that. Please don't. don't the slap yourself. heard round the world. In face. The slap heard round the world. Well, I think um, I think a lot was going on there, and as a result, I think I enjoyed that. I didn't think it was bad. I feel like I started off like really bored, but then I think yeah, I agree that there was there was enough there to 
have a, a decent Raw. You could have taken that Warrior match off with no fucking problem, though. Yeah, that was probably not necessary. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Steve Austin got a decent little match. Uh, you know, all it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mankind got probably, in my estimation, the best showing yet as far as an, a match, bell to bell. Um, Warrior shit was kept to a minimum. He was not on the microphone. There was not a promo. Uh, it was a Warrior match in and out. Got the crowd excited. Okay, I, that's passable. Um, tag team match was, I thought, a bummer. That was that was pretty rough. I think the Godwins need to be being used much better than they are, and uh, they should probably be the tag champs. Um, and for me, I mean, I think the whole thing was with uh, the Sean and the Bulldog stuff. I guess I'll agree with Dallas. Yeah, it does feel like it's based a little bit more in reality. I mean, it's not cartoon wrestling. Um. But at the same time, I just don't think that Bulldog is elevated enough to be back in the main event picture. I, I would have liked a better build and then maybe, you know, a derailing and confrontation between him and Shawn Michaels. Um, I also don't like that Bulldog is a background character and that the feud uh, from this episode of Raw is really between Diana and Shawn Michaels. Um, to me, Bulldog not interjecting until the very end, and it's just over one thing that Sean says, takes away. Now, if you were to do what Dallas says, Sean goes out there, cuts a promo about his match, completely makes sense, we're just off the heels of the pay-per-view, Bulldog comes down, interjects, a fight ensues, And maybe we still don't know all the nitty-gritty details, but if you do it that way, it puts Bulldog more in the forefront of the issue instead of him being, like, a supporting cast member. So, I don't know. Hit or miss, the episode flew by. Like, that did not feel like 45 minutes. Um... But there was some stuff that I think just could have been executed a little better. I don't like Bulldog with Cornette. I don't like that pairing. It doesn't make sense to me. He's like from the UK and Cornette's Southern wrestling as Southern wrestling can get. It's just, I don't like that. Um, But I don't know. Nitpicky stuff. Not a bad episode. But there's stuff that I wish they would have done better. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think that we're going to get uh, Diana against Sean at SummerSlam. I think that's what they're... Uh, Dude, that's the way they're booking it. I mean, if they're smart and they know what's going to draw, then yeah. Yeah, yeah she made right. a punch in, dude. Bull- Bulldog is definitely like the secondary antagonist in this whole feud, just by that uh, one segment there. So. Yeah. Uh, and Austin, I know you were saying that you haven't... Uh, Bitten your nails, but you picking at it with something kind of technically counts as biting your nails. So no, listen. Well, no, I wouldn't say. And I'm not trying to be gross, but now I'm like hyper focused about dirt getting under my nails. 
So any chance that I get, I fucking try to get rid of any dirt that might be under my nails, and it's very annoying. So yes, I do do that, but I do not bite them. For a month. For for one month, and that's a long time. Uh, are so are we all in agreement that it was at least a, a an enjoyable show then? Yeah, I would say I would say so. I think so. Yeah, all things considered, I mean, we've definitely mm-hmm. seen worse uh, cards coming out of a pay per view. Yeah, we definitely have. Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the feud with Sean and Davey a chance. I think that the added realism is uh, kind of refreshing. So I'll uh, I'll give it a shot. Next week, though, again, a reminder: Owen and Taker. I'm sure nothing will happen with mankind. <laughs> sure no way. Stay in his little hallway. Yeah. Jim Ross trading barbecue recipes or something, and uh, we'll get Goldust. He'll I guess be talking, and then uh, maybe a match that we're all kind of hopeful for is Mark Marrow against One Two Three Kid. I don't know how you mess that up. If you're yeah, I don't know. Um, speaking of messing things up, where is Goldust gonna go? following his legendary match at in your house like what what promo is this dude gonna cut tomorrow and is it gonna still relate to ultimate warrior or are they gonna just totally abandon that do you think i think they gotta move on i'm I'm pretty curious what what they're gonna do though yeah i think he's moving on from warrior i'm not sure i'm not really sure if there's a mid-card baby face that could fit that role Maybe you could start something with Marrow and Sable, but I feel like Marrow needs to have a match with Helmsley. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to have to be one of those things where. Okay, let's just put that in the history books. And hey, now I'm really mad at fucking somebody. And it's like just out of nowhere. I'm afraid that's what it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Which I, mean, I think I don't that's know. I think that's gonna happen. After coming off a of warrior, it's gonna be a random like, Yeah, but then Goldust kinda has no direction already. And it's been such good momentum up until this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't want it to be that. I don't but I'm trying to think of who could be in that spot. I, yeah. I really don't know. You know what? Uh, I know. I know what you do. I know what. What, you do. A, what is it? You guys remember that that scene in two thousand two, when Booker T gets in the bed, and he thinks he's with that girl, but it's Goldust. Right. Mm-hmm. Jake the Snake Roberts comes back <laughs> from right at the bar. Okay. He thinks that he has a blonde hot chick. In the morning, he wakes up. Goes to the bathroom. Maybe maybe he snorts some more cocaine, allegedly. I don't know. Comes back, sits down. Turns over. Turns around. Hey, honey, how you doing? Oh, that python just exhausted me. And he'd be like, python? What the hell? And it's fucking gold dust. And that's how you get your next intercontinental title feud. Jake the Snake Roberts 
had sex with Goldust, thinking it was a woman. It's Goldust against Sick Riders. I think it should be, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. And and instead of beware of dog, it's beware of dong. (laughs) (laughs) Now I see why they call you the snake. That could work. Come on. Come um, on, man. Give me the book. I'm a booker if I've ever seen it. Oh my god. Uh yeah. well on, on that on that note, uh if you guys don't have anything else, I think we're all set for this week. Yeah. I'm nothing for me. <laughs> I I just want to point out that that sound Dallas just made. You can also hear that on Sonny's OnlyFans. Uh, 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 uh so <laughs> <laughs> Big cum shot, baby. Let's go. All right. From oh my, my from my God. POV, it is POV. Yeah. So Bob said, sign up on our Patreon. Bob, take us home. We gotta go start with that. <laughs> we gotta start those videos. All right. Well, for Austin Scary Dallas Billy, I'm Bob Billy Jr. And this has been I Go Bob. And I'm sorry.